Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Sutterlo. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another fun episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And if it's your first time joining us, the best place if you want to interact with the show, you can actually go to our website, stircrazyshamans.com, and the video is there and a way to comment so we can see it is there. And it's the best place to interact. And anyhow, Casey, what is the magic of the day today? Oh, the magic of the day. Um, it was interesting. I, uh, I was actually going to get a reading from someone who I gave a reading to uh, before I started doing the readings, like, professionally and charging for them. I was trading with a whole bunch of other readers and um, I gave her a reading and she was really like blown away by it. And um, it's funny, she, she was going to give me a reading as an exchange that day. Um, and the energy just wasn't kind of right for it. So then uh, some things happened and then she, she was going to give me a reading another day, same thing, things didn't really line up. And then that's happened like four or five times. And uh, so last night um, I was, talking to her a little bit and she had said um she's like oh i could give you a reading now if you wanted and i just had this distinct sense that the energy was not right for it again <laughs> and uh she was like no no i'm good to do it i'm like are you sure like you sure you're feeling all right for it and she did a lot of like heavy stuff kind of happened for her recently and um she was like no no i'm good and then uh she ends up calling me and it was like it was like when i would you know i go to bed really early so it was like past when i would normally go to bed anyway but i'm like okay well finally if she wants to do it let's do it and um, she, her energy was like all over the place. And then her like kids started acting up. And I was like, you know, we can reschedule if you need to reschedule. Um, but then she had messaged me the next day and she was this morning and was saying how, um, you know, she was, she kind of sometimes pushes herself a little bit. Um, and she like, kind of felt that it wasn't right, but she really wanted to give me the reading and all that. And um, so that really kind of got me thinking about times in the past where I have, um, sort of push myself a little further with energy work or whatever, um, because I really love the work and I love uh, helping people with what I do. Um, but I think we as healers, it's it's really important for us to take time to nourish ourselves. Um, yeah. And uh, and if we don't, you know, if we get to the point where we, we do experience that kind of burnout, well, then we're really not able to help people. And um, so, yeah, if we, if we want to continue to be able to spread our message in order to or, or keep healing people, um, it's really important that we take time for ourselves. Yeah, and I think the great example that a lot of people can relate to is like on the airplanes. I know, I know it's not exactly the scenario, but they say, put your mask on first before you help someone else, because if you don't take care of you, then you're not in the energetic space that makes you the biggest contribution you could be to other people when you are working for them. So like taking care of you is so important. And that comes up so much in readings. I don't know if you've noticed that, but so many people like the message from spirit is you need to take some time just to step back from anything and everything and just, you know, pamper yourself or you cater to yourself and, and do something for you that you're not doing for anyone else. And it's a, a distinction between being self first versus selfish. You're not doing that at the expense of anyone else. You're doing it because it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and that is a big thing. People do. We have this unhealthy uh, mindset, I think. They think if I'm doing things for myself, oh, that's selfish because I could be using that time to help other people. But, um, you know, uh, you're one of those people on the planet too, you know, <laughs> you need the care as well. Um, so yeah. And, you know, if you do have judgments like that around, um, 
taking care of yourself. Maybe there is, there, you know, could be some kind of uh, uh, more deep seated, uh, like emotional pattern. Like you said, you know, we've got the things, some people have the problems with like abundance oh, yeah. form of finances. And like for you, you, you were able to identify it. It was like one thing that your parents had said to you when you were younger. Right. Um, oh, and that's one of the things. There could be other things. There could be right. past life things and, and all kinds of stuff. But this one is very common, actually. This is something yeah. where uh, how often were you told, offer this to everybody else first, and then if there happens to be one left, you can have that one. Is, is that a like in terms of, like, if, say, you have company over, right, and it's a party, and uh, your parents send you around with the hors d'oeuvre tray, right, and you really want one of these things, but you got to make sure everybody else has a chance first. And then by yeah. the time it gets to you, oh, no. And, you know, that was ingrained in me. And my, my father-in-law, who's German, so when I do the accent, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a term of endearment of how he speaks here. But uh, he, it, it, the table would be um, almost done, and there would be, like, one, like, stuffed mushroom left. And he goes, Hank, be the hero. And like you would offer it to me, and, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, but, but but all the training from my young youngster age, right? I, I it says no, no, like you have to put everybody else first, right? So I'm like, oh no, if you want it, you can have. He goes, oh, what a pity, and then he takes it. Like, <laughs> but I really think like he identified this because every time I would um, he would ask, I would always like offer to him, and then he could like in good conscience take the last one. Uh, but then when I realize this, I'm like, I'm taking it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be the hero. Oh, that's great. But that was all from, from childhood, just like being polite. And it's, it doesn't mean like you're going to the, the table and like taking all of the herbs, you know, but it's like if you be self first and if you'd like one, you know, take one. It's not, you know, being, you're not doing it at the expense of somebody else necessarily because the energy you're in is just taking care of you, not taking away from someone else. Right. And I know a lot of people who, um, you know, out of good intention, you know, they uh, they really want to sort of please everyone. And so not just with, um, you know, like uh, like healing work or something like that. I mean, there are people who just, uh, you know, with family, it's uh, every little thing or like friends, you know, every little thing they get invited to, they have to go to. And uh, like, you know, maybe they really like had a busy uh, work week or whatever, and they could use the time to just rest and sort of uh, recuperate but you know because families getting together they have to go out right they feel like they have to um and uh you know i've talked to some of these people you know then they say like you know, i really don't want to do this like i'm i'm just going to stress me out more and all this but you know it's family so i have to and uh so i said you know, well well why do you think you have to right like what's the worst that's going to happen if you tell them no like, you know are they, are they going to like uh, banish you from the from the family or something um but um and then it go, there was this ted talk i was listening to where there was a woman who kind of same thing she always like felt like she had to do all this stuff for everyone and she was getting really really burnt out to the point where she was like uh she had really bad depression and things like that and um she sat down and uh, she was like i think an accountant um, so she's really good at like budgeting with money. Uh, so she came up with this uh, system and she realized the reason why she was so burnt out is that she had a certain budget. Well, uh, I don't want to say too many curse words on today's episode. I was realizing the whole example uh, is the F word a lot. <laughs> but, um, I got uh, no Fs left. You got an F budget. <laughs> right. You, yeah, you can say that. You yeah, got okay. an F budget. Right. F and so, uh, so, uh, uh so she's so she says, okay, so I have a certain amount of F bucks. <laughs> bucks. <laughs> so a certain amount of F bucks. 
that I have to like delegate towards certain things. And then I have to reserve a certain amount for myself. So she says, okay, well, you know, like I'll go to this thing and that thing. And then like, all right, the rest of the week, that's, that's the budget for me. And um, she found it just doing this because for her, that was the way she had to kind of frame it. But when she sat down and she's used to, you know, uh, that sort of, uh, like budgeting type of thing. She did that with her um, energy and her attention. It created all kinds of change in her life and just really taking the time uh, for her to do the things that she enjoyed and to rest and relax when she needed to. Um, she was so much more empowered in everything else that she did in life. Absolutely. And that's an important thing to recognize is that what tools do you already have that you're using very proficiently in some areas of your life that could translate to other areas to add greater ease there. And that's a great example of that an accountant having this great skill set to kind of compartmentalize things and and organize things it was able to shift and put it into the context of time instead of money. Where could we do that in our lives where we have different types of skills? Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, I, th I don't know if I talked about this, but, um, you know, I, I kind of was in the cycle of working sales jobs for, for a little while. And um, I really was sort of sick of sales. I didn't like it. Um, but I realized that those skills that I was developing for communication and for getting uh, points across in a very uh, effective but uh, um, confident manner um, could really translate into just about everything that I do. Yeah, definitely. That's the, the thing that I walked away with most from banking. For those of you who don't know, from 2003 until even currently, I have like a foot in the financial world and I'm on the phone a lot. I talk to lots of people from very different places and just the skill sets you develop to how to speak to different types of people to come to a common meeting ground in terms of points of view and uh, to have a to have a starting point for an actual conversation uh, is, uh, is invaluable, really. There was something yeah. else that was coming up, but I think I lost it. It was a while ago, and I thought of it, and I'm like, oh, that's really good. But now I'm, I'm <laughs> saying it now because I'm asking the universe to bring it back. <laughs> my apologies for my camera today. I forgot my tripod at the office, so I'm using my old camera thing. So every time I try to type, like the camera's like shifting a little bit. So if you're getting seasick, I apologize. It is, uh... <laughs> and one of these days, they're gonna uh, they're gonna have that Elgato cam link back in stock on their website, and I will have I have the where is it? Oh, it's right here. Look at this beautiful camera. It is, oh, it's plugged into the computer. Wow. It's this beautiful 4K camera, and the image quality on this thing is excellent. Um, and I originally bought this halfway for the purpose of just streaming. And so I have all this extra stuff, like a little thing that plugs into here. So it has like an external power source and like I got a tripod and all this stuff. And uh, then when I went to buy the cam link, which is this thing that will turn this into a like webcam that I can use for this. It um, they, they're like all sold out because of COVID-19, all, all of that, that like the cam link thing, a bunch of different webcams, all these things are completely sold out because people were just buying webcams like they were toilet paper, apparently. Yeah. But you know, I'm so thankful that we didn't wait for you to get that to start doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I bring that up as an example because how often do you have an inspiration for something and just one thing isn't the picture perfect way that you would want it to be. And if you were to only wait till it's picture perfect, guess what would happen? Then you would have one more thing that you would need and you would never start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, and, uh, like yesterday I, I filmed my first, uh, well, I, I almost filmed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was filming a, uh, what I do in a day video uh, for like, what does, what does a shop, what does a modern shaman do in a day kind of thing. <laughs> and um, uh 
I did not realize how much memory 4K video took up. That's because, a lot. Yeah, I have, I have a, I think it's like a 64 gigabyte um, SD card in there. So Get I think the largest that you can. Yeah, well, that was just what came with the camera. So I yeah. bought another one. But um, 64 gigabytes, like I know with HD video, like 1080p, that's still a good number of hours of, of video. Um, but with 4K, I mean, I don't know. I probably filmed 30 minutes worth of video yesterday, and the whole it's completely taken up. So <laughs> I learned that the hard way when I started to record Zane for the first time. I forget uh, what setting I was doing it in, but one, the camera would chop up the video into um, a certain number of, like, based on how big the file size was, it would have to break up the video. And if I was recording in the best quality, I would get like an hour worth of video, but it would be chopped up four times. And then I would have to try yeah. to splice it together and stuff. And it was terrible. But uh, yeah, it take, it's, a, it's surprising how much it takes. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so I was, I was actually, I was almost done. I had like two more things to film for that day. I was going to do like in the evening, I was about to do a little Kintu offering to before I connected with my spirit guides. And uh, so it's literally, I had my tripod set up. I was in the middle of filming it. And then um, the camera was like, <laughs> no memory left. I'm like, oh no. And then, so I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> if I transfer all the files to the computer, then I'll, or at least some of them, and then delete those, then I'll be able to film the rest. And um, I plugged it in the computer and it's transferring. And then like halfway through transferring, the battery died and then I couldn't find the external battery thing. And so it was just, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be a fun one to like edit all that video. But uh, I'm, le I'm learning lessons. I'm learning valuable lessons in how to do all this stuff. And uh, so what, you, what that translates into you for all of you is uh, a lot more fun videos uh, to come. And I'm gonna take the camera with us when we go hiking, because uh, we always have really fun adventures or just really goofy and, uh, and and have fun ceremonies and stuff when we hike. So we're gonna film that to kind of bring that to you guys. Yeah, and hopefully I can get the camera that I have working. It's called Amiibo and it can live stream out well, as long as you have a cell connection, you can live stream. And even my kids are going to come with me. Max is so excited about it. He's like, Daddy, we can be the cameraman. We'll make sure like it's on Casey when he's talking, and it'll be on you when you're talking. And then sometimes we'll make it bigger, and we can see both of you. And sometimes, you know, I'm just like, wow, he's getting all uh, happy about this. This is great. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I know. No, when I was when I was younger, I used to love that stuff. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I still I still do. I like filming and all of that. And I actually went to broadcasting school. Um, right after high school, uh, but um, you know I'm much more passionate about other things now. Uh, but I love it's so cool that they're excited about that. So that'll be fun to see how that goes. Well, oh, they actually went to school for this stuff, huh? You didn't know that? I think you mentioned it once, but it really just hit home now. Like, well, what, what 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 things do you know that we're not doing that we should be doing? Yeah, um, well, that was the thing. Uh, uh, most of the stuff that I learned is out of date. <laughs> yeah, like I went to school for marketing, but Facebook marketing didn't exist then. Like right. I've had to totally like everything I do now. I didn't learn in school for the most part, like for marketing purposes anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, I know I did. I, I I mean, so that's where like I have some experience with video editing and things. Um, I did learn how to use I think uh, whatever Adobe's program is, and then um, there's another Final Cut Pro is the other one, or maybe that is Adobe's. Anyway, there were two of them. They're like the, the ones that are used professionally. And I learned how to use both of those. And I was good at it when I did use them. But there's so much you have to know about those programs. And it's like, if you don't use that stuff often, like the same thing, like you, need, you, you don't use it, you lose it. 
And um, it's been years and years since I've done that, but I picked up this uh, program that I'm using to edit some of these videos. And uh, certain basics, like you know, cutting and trimming things, um, came back to me really easily. But there's just a lot that you could learn well, about. And in case you didn't know, I have the entire Adobe suite. Yeah, you're. Yeah, so like I can just give you my access, and I mean, you're under the umbrella, so it's like employee. So why not? Kind of. Well, yeah, and if that. Um, you know, I think it would be maybe more advantageous to learn to use that instead of the program I'm using because Adobe is really, really powerful. Um, you know, okay. oh, I was, I was no, going to say, I was just thinking, well, we're kind of doing a lot of shop talk all of a sudden. Yeah. My apologies to, well, who knows? Maybe somebody watching this is about to start doing what we're doing and uh, this is really relevant to them. So you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forgot we were like on air for a second. I thought we were just. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good though. That's what makes things relatable. <laughs> so we're supposed to be like thinking that. But that being said, if you have a question or comments to anybody who's watching, we absolutely honor your questions and would love to take the conversation anywhere where you'd like to go. So feel free to make a comment. Um, just if you are watching it from a page that it was shared to, um, we won't see comments from there. You got to go to either our Facebook page or our YouTube channel or website uh, and you can make the comments there and then we can see them and put them on screen and all that good stuff. Yeah. Ask. And also if you're catching this on the replay, ask questions as well. Like definitely ask questions about anything you want to know about us or anything you want to hear us talk about, because I would love to do a like question and answer video, like not, not done live, like out in the forest, like just as we're walking, um, you know, we could film a little like question and answer back and forth thing. I think that'd be really cool to do. Um, cool. But of course, live. Yeah, ab absolutely. Ask your questions. This so we have to talk about. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Where to go from now? Well, I guess this is kind of shifting energies completely. But one thing that I had on my mind this morning after watching, uh, if you go to Instagram and you look up Dr. Dane here, he did this um, this really good, just under an hour broadcast about with what's going on in the world, what's really underneath it all. And because he's like, we need to elevate the conversations that we're having about all, all, all the things that are happening. And really, when, when I was listening to it, the awareness that came to me is there's this book called uh, Communion with God. It's by Neil Donald Walsh, and it talks about the 10 illusions. And the 10 illusions are these, uh, basically these lies, these energetic um, things that are in place to help us be separate like uh, in a sense from oneness and the illusions are for a very particular purpose so we can have this experience of whatever we're choosing forgetting who we are but when we forget who we are and we have this uh, all these different illusions and things we get all these different chaotic things happening in the world and i think what really is at the heart of it all is the illusion that disunity exists like we are one you know and like when when you have the idea that we're not and you had the idea that superiority exists or that need exists or that all these different things and you're really sucked into the polarity, the addiction of polarity, duality, whatever you want to call it. That's where that's really the underlying cause of all these different ways that it's manifesting in the world. So I just want to pause and take a moment to let everybody know, take a step back and really wonder if what we're seeing isn't the cause or like um, like racism perhaps isn't the cause maybe that's a symptom of the underlying issue that we have the sense that we're not one but we are and if we right. can get to that what could shift in the world right because um you know uh, the only way you how, how to put this the only way we can actually treat another person with like um 
the level of hatred that we see happening in the world is when we are um, filtering them through such a powerful lens in the mind that uh, we no longer see them as a part of ourselves. If we saw all of our fellow human beings as a, a part of ourselves, if we recognize that we're all one, um, you know, we would treat each other all with the greatest love because that is our natural state is joy and peace and love. Um, but when we no longer see that person as the presence that they are, instead we see them as, you know, whatever label we've given them. Well, now we're no longer treating a presence, an actual being um, with, uh, in, in all these horrible ways, we're trading, we're treating that idea of them, um, that way. And so it's only when we have like this label on this side, we've classified a kind of human being as this, uh, you know, just an idea in the head. Um, that's when, yeah, but again, it's, it's, it's going back to just duality and the identification with thought forms. Um, and even, uh, the other night I was laying down and, um, had some kind of uncomfortable, um, patterns or uh, like emotional patterns start to come up and I asked my guides for uh, help with kind of working through them and uh, they were just asking me you know um, where is the suffering happening and uh, so I went to look and kind of like found some places in the body that felt uncomfortable like no no like what is there that's actually suffering and I looked further into it and I'm remembering oh yeah you know what like there's really nothing there it's all just the oneness <laughs> and then i kind of stepped back and realized even these sensations in the body these emotions that felt really uncomfortable are a part of that divine oneness and when i, I really brought that awareness into that space everything just kind of dissolved and i had this distinct sensation of um being like underwater where it's really quiet and there was all these energies around but it was just that kind of silence that comes when you're just like at peace under the water um and i was there as the oneness in this field of energy it was a really really beautiful um very tangible experience while you're talking i got a clearing and then i will bring up some of these comments but what filters are you using to create the point from the points of view that you were choosing and all that that is destroy and uncreate it so basically just saying that, like you said, that big, the, whatever that filter is that we're looking through that distorts our view of reality so much, what would it take? What energy could it be to remove that filter and look with our own eyes? It kind of reminds me of that Star Wars scene where it's like, Luke, help me take this mask off and I could see you with my own eyes. Like what filter was he using? That is a great metaphor, you know, like he was actually looking with his own um, beingness at that moment and that's when he came back from the dark to the light you know uh, anyway but uh, Facebook user you didn't click the link so we can see fair uh, fa uh, stream your comments but that's okay first thoughts in the morning set the tone for the rest of the day and Casey I, I'm gonna put you on the spot I hope you say what you normally say here but what is one of the questions or one of the things that you do every morning before you start your day to kind of set the tone I like to ask what magic can I create today <laughs> that's a great <laughs> question um and, and and you know and but that, to me that opens me up to so much possibility um and uh um yeah i don't know i just, i like the word magic a lot too to me that's just yeah. a great word <laughs> yeah we are the magic yeah. and, and that, that's the thing like look at that um when you wake up and you ask a question like that how could i create the most possibility in my life today versus oh 
gotta go to work. Oh, <laughs> another day staying at home. You know, like you you really do like where whatever you set your focus on then starts to create and ripple out your reality. So if you're dreading going to work, you're gonna dread going to work while you brush your teeth. You're gonna dread going to work while you take a shower. And it's just gonna start you, you kind of start to stew in your own hucha. And that's no fun. But if you go like, wow, what what new possibility could I create at work today? Now maybe you have a lighter energy around that and you can start to have a different experience in that reality. Or what would it take for me to have a job that I love? Like stir crazy shamans. <laughs> and then just a few people saying good morning, Mary Lee coming in and also saying right on when we were talking about the underlying uh, issues of the world. Char saying good morning. Good morning, Char. And of course, just uh, thank you for sharing to the mysterious anonymous Facebook user. <laughs> yeah, we are streaming to one group, which if you go to any of our videos on YouTube, most of them, except for the last three, we put down that there's this group called Conversations with Consciousness. And that is a place that if you like to interact with us in between the streams, uh, th that is where we're going to start archiving a whole bunch of things. Oh, I don't have my phone on silent. Naughty me. Naughty me. <laughs> but <laughs> it's going to go again if I don't turn the volume down. Um, but that is a, a place where we don't just stream stir crazy shamans to we are streaming conversations with god to we're streaming power possibilities and uh, some of the other things that we do at hhh it's kind of like a hub where there's just a little bit more community that we're growing around what we're doing so feel free to join that if you'd like mm -hmm. yeah um but uh you know, setting the tone for the day is uh you know, um, in, in a positive way, starting off with gratitude is, is really important, I think, because um, whatever it is, you know, you're gr grateful for it. Uh, sometimes I like to just start off, if I did get a good night of sleep, thank you for that wonderful night of sleep, you know, and then, um, like, thank you for this peace that I'm, like, my body's so relaxed. I just woke up, my body's relaxed. Thank you for this relaxation in the body. You know, look at whatever, whatever the weather's like, you know, oh, Thank you for the sun. Thank you for the beautiful clouds. Thank you for the leaves on the trees, you know, or whatever you're grateful for in that moment. And then, you know, after starting from that place of gratitude, you can start asking questions. What magic can I create today? And um, and also not not deciding um, what kind of experience you're going to have before you go into a particular situation. Because I know a lot of like, for example, with work, a lot of people. Sometimes they're, you know, oh, this is going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Energetically, we should all look to remove the word decision from our vocabulary because, if, and this is access speak, but decision is limitation. You're putting the experience into a box of confinement. Instead, make a choice. What choice could I make? And in, in, in the sense of choice, you're just choosing something. And every 10 seconds, you choose something else instead of giving something form by deciding, concluding, and limiting whatever you think it may or may not be. So this. To decide is a dangerous word energetically oops and Mike uh, and Anna was asking how do you end your day and I'll, I'll give an affirmation after you uh, or unless you don't have something then I'll, I'll give my affirmation first but how do you end no. your day Casey uh, personally uh, well one thing <laughs> is really important to me is to um, actually take time to like be present relax and give myself time to um, start to uh, unwind before I go to bed because I know a lot of people kind of are like working doing things talking to people like until right before they go to bed and they have trouble shutting down and sleeping so I like to have time to kind of relax but then I always connect um, with my spirit guides because um, sometimes throughout the uh, and sometimes I communicate with my guides and other people's guides throughout the day uh, but at night I really like to just sit down and kind of talk check in with my guides and um, regardless of how I'm feeling if I'm feeling really good or if you know maybe uh 
I was a little stressed about certain things, whatever it was, my guides are so great at just bringing a sense of kind of lightness to everything. Um, and uh, so, uh, yeah, I personally just talk to my guides and then uh, I, I always kind of start to, um, uh, based on what the energies of the day, I'll, I'll begin to do work towards uh, manifestation for what I want my like sort of immediate and then maybe further out uh, future to be like. Um, so I start to, you know, really focus on, you know, um, what am I going to create in terms of like abundance with stir crazy shamans or the readings or massage or whatever it is, um, or, um, you know, whatever other magic or like travel or whatever else I'm trying to uh, manifest. But I really do focus on, um, you know, really more of a, how to put it, um, just focused manifestation um, at the end of the day. I really focus on that after communicating with my guides. And for me, um, I do a couple different things depending on the energy. One, I have uh, like an altar space in my bedroom where um, sometimes I'll light a candle or I'll just kind of be, become present and centered before going to bed is number one. And uh, the other thing that I'll do is I have this affirmation I got from Elaine Thomas, who was one of my teachers uh, through Lilydale, the, the two-year program I went to for mediumship. And it goes like this. If you want to take notes, you, you actually can just rewatch the video so you don't have to take notes. But the affirmation is I give thanks for I know that as my physical body is asleep and receiving healing. I am learning and serving on the highest levels of life and wake up in the morning refreshed and renewed, remembering all that I have learned that is for mine or anyone else's highest good. And so that's a great affirmation to, to do. And then I'll usually tell um, my bars, which is an energy modality. Uh, I say bars run in order one time. And my, so as I'm sleeping, my bars are running, which is always a plus. And then finally, I take a couple deep breaths. And then as things come up, I just consciously facilitate with it, whatever comes up. So if it's uh, maybe um, some people from high school all of a sudden pop up, I'm like, oh, what could I be here to facilitate a change energetically? Or maybe it's just something I need to heal. But that that time, right as you go in and out of uh, wake up and sleep, a lot of times you have a lot of stuff just underneath the consciousness layer um, start to percolate up. And it's usually stuff that can, well, one of two things, either one, it's your brain desperately trying to Distract, distract you from what's about to come up and you're thinking about shopping the next day or it's something like that really is coming up that is in need of healing or facilitation and in that case then I work with it and if it's the other thing I just let it go so I yeah. it's all work time it's all what can, <clears throat> how can you use that time to well, um, yeah. Think, well, thinking of it, there are a couple more things that I do. Um, one is is what Hank said, certain things will kind of come up, um, either like based on what happened in the day or just because I'm finally like in that state where I'm closer to uh, access to the subconscious. And as things arise, I do work to really like just release those patterns. But again, it's with the aid of my guides that I do that. And uh, they really help me to release a lot of things. Um, but then the other thing I really like to do, if I have one of those nights where for whatever reason, uh, my mind is just kind of going and I know that like I would just sit there um, like thinking for a long time and not really getting anything accomplished by doing so when I should be sleeping. Then I go, all right, well, I've got all this mental energy, obviously, or uh, like psychic energy. So um, I'm going to journey. So I'll do shamanic journeying. Um, and uh, there actually there are some times where for like months on end, every single night, that is how I end the day before I go to bed is by doing shamanic journeying. So I enter into trance state and then I go off and journey through the realms of spirit with my guides, go on all kinds of adventures, experience healing, help other people to heal, do all kinds of incredible things. Um, and so that uh, that's probably my favorite way to end the day is doing shamanic journeying. But there are some periods of time where 
for whatever reason. I just don't do that, even though I love yeah. it. <laughs> and probably what I'm what I'm hearing too from both of us when we're saying it is that we we do every day and, and evening really uh, based on our intuition. Like we're kind of in tune and asking what what are we going to do this morning? What would create the greatest possibility? So um, regardless of what we're telling to everyone right now, uh, center in and ask as you fall asleep or as you're getting ready to do your bedtime routine, what could I do leading into my sleep time that would create the greatest possibility and healing for myself and for the world or whatever similar question you want to ask. And just putting that question out there, see what things start to shift. Maybe you'll be guided to take a bath before you to go to bed or to um, have a fire or, you know, light a candle, do a petition paper, which is like a magic thing. Uh, but there's all kinds of possibilities. But if you don't ask the question and you're not willing to be in the space, then you never get that. And then we're just letting the autopilot do it. The autopilot's brushing your teeth, the autopilot's putting your pajamas on, the autopilot's going and counting sheep, and you didn't even show up for your own experience. So, yeah. Suit up and show up. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I um, think maybe we, we can start concluding it now. I have, uh, we're doing a little bit of a shorter episode today. I have a client out of the chiropractor's office. So, oh, and someone, Anne said, virtual hug i started meditating virtual hug back to you by the way i started meditating before i go to sleep and i've been sleeping better and dreaming more yeah no med meditation before sleep can be really uh really powerful and beneficial um uh i for some reason i find sometimes if i well like journeying before i go to bed which is not meditation uh, i just keep journeying until like that i fall asleep and i'm journeying in the dream time uh, but I have found sometimes for me personally, when I meditate before sleep, uh, one of two things will happen. Either I'm like really focused um, on like the things I'm working on before I fall asleep. And then I usually do have really vivid dreams or um, how to put it. Uh, no, I don't want to say that because I don't want to put it. <laughs> to, to me, it's not a negative thing, but I feel like if I shared what I was about to say, it might put no, some people for off. For some people, yeah. meditating brings up a lot of unsettling things. Like uh, things that bring, because the thing is with meditation, it's like heaving the boulders uh, out of the field. Like uh, if you think about winter as meditation, uh, all the boulders get heaved up towards the surface. So when you actually go to meditate and touch in with the divine, all the things that you need to heal, the cellular memory in the body, all the stuff starts to shimmy to the surface. So depending on where you are in terms of your discipline with meditation, meditating could have um, more of an anxiety effect than a peaceful effect. Not all, not with all people, but especially people just starting out, that happens a lot. I don't know if that's that's really where you were going, but I thought we're no, not at all. But yeah, <laughs> it was worthwhile. As, as I was saying, I'm like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. But that's yeah. a I thing. was avoiding saying something like that because I didn't want to put. But no, but for me, all I was well, like, now I can say it because that was way worse than what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, look at all that. <laughs> way worse. No, I'm just crap. <laughs> um, no, but I, all I was going to say is sometimes meditating uh, because I'm so relaxed when I'm doing it. Then when I go to sleep, my brain's almost like, oh, I just got a bunch of rest. So like, you know, let's we can hang out for a while and not go to sleep. So sometimes that happens, but um, yeah. So uh, just, but listen to your body. You know, if you meditate before sleep, you sleep better. I think most people will probably sleep a lot better and have better dreams and all of that stuff. And most of the time I do just every, uh, well, maybe just don't meditate for like a whole hour before you go to bed. Maybe like a quick to start out at least, maybe just like a quick 10, 20 minute. One. And there's different types of meditation too, that have different results and things. So pick one that feels light and then one quick thing. And then we will, um, wrap up here. Joseph was asking, any plans, suggestions, relevance on the lunar eclipse tomorrow? Was that tomorrow? Well, I, 
I, I don't know if it was tomorrow, but tomorrow is the full moon at 3.12 p.m. And at 3.15 p.m. Uh, on the Stir Crazy Shaman YouTube channel, I am posting from my last concert a crystal bowl ceremony and sound bath that I did it specifically around the COVID-19 and the world pandemic. So if you want something to do when that video posts, you can certainly um, check that out. Uh, best with headphones, because I was uh, I only had like um, my speaker, my microphone setup wasn't the best, but people still gave really good feedback about the guided part. So definitely worthwhile to check out if you would like to um, have something to do with the full moon tomorrow. Yeah, and then we're going to be doing something, right? If not just an ep a special episode, then maybe something else. Well, we are planning, uh, we were talking the other day about on full moons and new moons doing a special thing around just that, whether it's going to be more ceremonial or a talk or something of that nature. But we will definitely um, be offering some streams around that i we didn't specifically talk about tomorrow but we certainly could especially if timing wise 312 is when it starts like that's the apex of the full moon if i read correctly so that would be p.m PM in the afternoon oh cool yeah yeah well we'll see, <laughs> we'll I, have see. A I don't know when they may, might be right at that time but well, it doesn't have to be there is a two and a half day arc for the moon all right that's so true. Like, like leading into the full moon going out of the full moon you're still in the energy of it oh, I've, been, I've been feeling it already for sure i don't <laughs> I'm very, although the moon always has a really powerful effect on me. Um, most of the time, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you are one of the people that's really affected by the full moon, then ask, well, what energy could I be to have a space and uh, experience a possibility with the moon and, and see if it might change your experience? Because the moon rules emotions. And as it goes through its cycles, and not just um, the cycles for the collective consciousness, but also based on your natal chart, where is the moon in relation? Because it might not be the full moon, uh, but your natal chart might have your lunar return like um, on every quarter moon or something like that, something uh, similar. So you, you you have to pay attention to your personal chart too, because it doesn't always go with the full cycle, uh, full moon cycle, but um, it kind of stirs up past emotions. So if like you feel things around the moon, ask, like you feel anxiety, ask, when have I felt like this before? And then see if it might percolate a memory up and be like, oh, that's what I need to work on. So you can, you can have a a relationship and a creationship with the moon um, if you're really affected by it and see if you're more conscious around it, what more could you create with it or heal with it? Absolutely. Yeah. And on that right. note, I know you got to get <laughs> I got to get going. And so uh, thank you everyone for uh, joining us today. Thank you for your comments. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, like I said, if you're, if you are watching this on the replay, if you go back and watch it, leave comments on the YouTube channel there, and then uh, we can do little question and answer videos in response to those. So that would be awesome. And also please subscribe if you haven't already. I was totally wrong the other day. I thought, uh, we had to get to 100 to be able to live stream out in nature, and it's a thousand. Yeah, so we got like 900 to go, or so 800 something. Uh, so please, uh, please subscribe so we can eventually have an easier time of doing it live um, uh, out in nature and everything. You're welcome, Shar, and hopefully you guys can join. Uh, it, that was pre-recorded for the concert tomorrow, and we'll plan to be on. Not sure when. That's why it's important to subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. Like today, we just went live pretty much. We did a little pre-schedule, then we were off and running. And my cross post to the uh, other pages didn't work. So if you're relying on Shaman's Way or Sonic Shaman to see it, you missed it. They, they missed it. You didn't because you were here. <laughs> but on that note, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us. And we will catch you tomorrow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A Nike, a Nike, a Nike.